Welcome to Rhema for Today Radio. See, you found scripture that promised them to you. And, and believe that you receive them. Now notice what he said. Uh, uh, do you ever notice people listen to him quote this? They'll say, well, I believe I'm going to receive. That's not what he said to believe. Amen. Well, I believe it's so, you know, uh, well, if it's God's will. That's not what he said. See, you've already taken step number one and found scripture that promises you, so you know it's God's will. Welcome to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. Today we're continuing Reverend Kenneth E. Hagan's series, Answered Prayer, An Obtainable Goal. There's lots to learn, and we're glad you're listening daily. Later in today's program, I'll tell you about this month's special radio offer. Right now, let's join Reverend Hagan for this good word. Ben, as you've already taken step number one with the three parts that we mentioned, main one is know what you want from God and, and, or decide what you want from God and find the scriptures that promise you these things. Now you're ready for step number two. The problem with a lot of folks is they try to take step number two without having taken step number one and so they're not ready for step number two. Amen? So I want to reemphasize that. Due to the fact that you've already taken step number one, now then you're ready for step number two. Ask God. We're talking about you and your desire. Decide what you want from God. Not what you want for somebody else. Amen? You can't push your desires off. You can't push what you want for somebody else off on them with your prayer and faith as a usual thing. You've got to get them in agreement with you. Amen? Amen. Because you see, if you could, well, I just agree that all y'all give me $100 today (laughs) and just push that off on you. Well, most of you couldn't, so we'd have to settle for 10. (laughs) Amen. No, now then you're ready to ask God for the things that you want Because, see, your heavenly Father knoweth what things you have need of before you ask him. You're still supposed to ask. So ask God for the things you want and believe that you receive them. Now, remember Mark 11, 24 is the uh, main text on this. What things soever ye desire when you pray. So you see, he is talking about prayer, isn't he? Amen. It's quite amusing to hear what people comment about Mark eleven twenty four. Some of them will say, well, it won't work for everybody. Well, if that's true, then prayer won't work for everybody. Amen. Others said it's Mark eleven twenty three and 24 is not for everybody. Well, if that's true, then prayer is not for everybody. So we're left to an unhappy dilemma. We've got to find out which ones of us are supposed to pray and which ones aren't. But no, we know as we read the entire Bible that prayer belongs to all of us. And all kinds of prayer belongs to all of us. So he said, what things have you desire when you pray? When you pray. That's, he's talking about you asking for something. When you pray, believe that you receive them and ye shall have them. 
them, referring to plural desires. Now, we'll just make a single desire because you can understand how it works. Like I said, this is a verse that brought healing to me. When you pray, believe you'll receive healing and you'll have healing. When you pray, if it's finances, believe you'll receive finances and you'll have finances. Or whatever it is that you desire. Not necessarily what you desire for the other fellow. Because your desire for the other fellow may be entirely different than their desire. And so if there's no agreement, it's not going to work. And if you haven't found that out by now, you haven't been very fur yet. <laughs> amen. I said amen. amen. So we're talking about primarily here. We'll get to the other towards the end of the lesson. So when you, uh, when you ask God for the things that you want, see, you found scripture that promised them to you. And, and believe that you receive them. Now notice what he said. Uh, uh, do you ever notice people listen to him quote this? They'll say, well, I believe I'm going to receive. That's not what he said to believe. Amen. Well, I believe it's so, you know, uh, well, if it's God's will. That's not what he said. See, you've already taken step number one and found scripture that promise you, so you know it's God's will. I mean, why would God be hypocritical about it and promise you something that's not his will? He'd be two-faced, wouldn't he? God can't lie. Amen. He told the truth. See, you've taken step number one now. You can take step number two now, and it'll work for you. Believe that you receive them. Believe that you receive them or it, if it's just one desire you're praying about. Believe you receive, and ye shall have. Now, this is talking about you praying and receiving, believing and receiving. Now, Believe that you receive them and you shall have them. Now, when are you going to have them? That is the answer to your prayer that you've already found scripture that says it's yours. When are you going to have them? After you believe you receive them. When do you believe that you receive them? Before you have them. Now, here's what separates the men from the boys. You know what I mean by that expression? You see, we'll find out right away where you are living. Whether you're living in the spirit realm, we know we're all living in the natural realm too, but which realm is most predominant in your life? Whether it's the natural realm or the spirit realm. Because see, we walk by faith and not by sight. And when you're walking by sight, then you're not going to believe and tell it, well, when I see it, when I feel it, I believe I've got it. Well, I, I, what do you want to believe you've got it then for? If it's already in your hand, for instance, with money. There'd be no need of you believing it then. You know it then because you got it right there in your hand. Amen. But you see, that's exactly where we fail is because we continue to walk by natural faith instead of Bible faith. Natural faith, I just call it natural human faith. Some people call it sense knowledge faith. Either one of them is correct. Natural human faith. We get so used to walking by natural human faith, and you have to. Like I tell people all the time, you start to cross the street out here, especially in the middle of the block where you're not even supposed to, and see a car coming, you better believe what you see. <laughs> I mean, we'll all have some place to go tomorrow or next day, your funeral. <laughs> Amen. You better believe what you see. 
<laughs> or you get in trouble in a hurry. And a lot of things in life, you see. But, now listen real carefully. You see, you've already taken step number one. See, you found the scriptures that says these things are yours, that promises them. It's all right to walk by natural human faith. It's all right to walk by, by, by sense knowledge faith until it contradicts what the Bible said. Then it becomes wrong. Then you quit walking by sense knowledge faith or natural human faith and walk by Bible faith, spirit faith or heart faith. Did I make that clear enough? Yes. Amen. See? See, for instance, you get your bank statement and you look at it and it coincides exactly with, with your bank book. You only have a dollar sixty-seven cents in the bank. Well, you better not start writing checks for $167. We may all have to come and have a jail service, especially for you. <laughs> Amen. Are you listening to it? You better believe what you see. Amen. And, uh, and, and so on down the line. But now when it contradicts what the Bible says, when the Bible tells you to do something, that means you can. God's not unjust. He wouldn't tell you to do something you can't do. Amen. And I just believe that when he said, believe you receive them, you'll have them, then I can do it. Praise God. Because the word of God says it's mine. But my God shall supply all of your need. Well, that's a good scripture. Philippians 4.19, that'll take in all your need. But however, if you read the context there, you'll find that he's talking about financial and material need. If you'll read the whole section of scripture. So then we can claim that according to the word of God. And then claim, I believe that I receive. Yeah, but I don't have it yet. I know that's when you've got to believe you receive. If you had it, you'd know that you received. Amen. And that's exactly where, where we break down is that we continue to walk with a natural human faith. And you know, we've got a good illustration of that in the scriptures. You, you can see the difference between the two of them in the fourth chapter of Romans and the 20th chapter of John's gospel. You remember that after Jesus' resurrection, he had appeared unto the disciples and Thomas was not with them. And they said, we have seen the Lord. And Thomas said, I'll not believe unless I can see. See, so many people won't believe unless they can see. Unless I can see the print of the nail in his hands and put my finger in that print, or we'd say nail hole. And see the wound in his side and thrust my hand in his side. Well, about eight days later, the door was shut for fear of the Jews. Thomas was with them and suddenly Jesus appeared in their midst. And he looked at Thomas and said unto him, you know, reach hither thy finger and behold my hand and reach hither thine hand and thrust it in my side and be not faithless but believing. And Thomas said, my Lord and my God. And Jesus said, Thomas, because thou hast seen me, thou hast believed. Amen. Now notice what he said. Blessed are they which have not seen yet do believe. 
Now you see, he did not commend or he did he recommend the Thomas kind of faith. Never said a word about him being blessed. Same, same Greek word translated blessed also is translated happy sometimes. Happy. Because you've seen me, you believe, but happier they which have not seen yet do believe. You're listening to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. Now, let's join Ken and Lynette Hagan. What do we have here for an offer? Well, we got my book, The Untapped Power of Praise, mm-hmm. and which I've got is talking about praise and rejoicing. Yes. And, and you know, uh, uh, praise, a reservoir of power, obtain the full measure of God's blessing. Praise releases your faith in God, praise away to life, your spiritual Jericho's. And the praise cure. I really like the praise cure. Oh, uh, the praise yeah, cure is one I, of my good sermons that I preach. It is. But they, they took these sermons and they put them because it's all about praise. That's right. And they put them in and a book. And praise is the same thing as rejoicing, Right, you know? same rejoicing. rejoicing and praise, yes. And then uh, your dad, there's two CDs on prayer and praise. Prayer and praise, uh, yes. That's very important. And you know, these things will build you up and help you to rejoice even in those times when you don't feel like rejoicing. That's retail $25.95, but we want you to have this, so we are offering it for $19.95. That's a savings of $6. Amen. We like Amen. savings, go, right? Go right now, go to the computer and go to Raymond.org and order right. it right now. Call now and get this dynamic special offer. Don't delay. Call today. 1-888-FAITH-99. That's 1-888-FAITH-99. Or if you prefer, write Kenneth Hagen Ministries. Our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. Don't forget, for faster service, order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. Tomorrow, Reverend Kenneth E. Hagan continues his series on Answered Prayer, an Obtainable Goal. We'll pick up with this great message then on Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan.